welcome, welcome to the Anything About Everything podcast. I'm your host, Miss Jet, the show where we discuss any and everything, honey, whether it's um, sex, love, relationships, or um, uh, productivity hacks. <laughs> we are here to assist you in uh, living your best lives. So welcome. Uh, moving on to the drink of the podcast. The drink of the podcast today is a uh, Cabernet Sauvignon um, by uh, a winery called Capola. I, I want to say they're out in California. They're, uh, oh my God, there's, it's such a good wine. It's uh, full of hints of strawberry and cherry. It's a very warm wine, full bodied uh, type of situation. And so, yeah, I encourage you to go on down to the Publix, go on down to whichever, wherever you uh, purchase your wines and, you know, get up on some of that Coppola, okay? Because <laughs> let me tell you something, you will get your whole life. It's a great table wine. It's not too heavy on the palate. You know how you drink red wine sometimes and it's like, oh, God, I got to have a sip of water or something. I can't drink anything else because this, this wine is just sitting. It's just sitting right here, right on my tongue. Well, the Coppola is not like, it's kind of like it. It massages your tongue whether than what rather than um actually leave like a heavy feeling on on your um on your palate so i would encourage you to go ahead and get your life to some capola honey get into it <laughs> all right moving on to the songs of the pod notice i put uh, a second s on there because th- there will be more than one song of the pod this week there's going to be about three Three in an honorable mention. It's going to be like a, a, a suspect spades hand. <laughs> Three in a possible, okay? So, um, the first song of the pod for 2021. Yes, 2021 is uh, by a group called Van Jess, and it's called Slow Down. Let me tell you something. Anytime the song starts with some horns, they're good. Okay. <laughs> That's all I have to say is, uh, it, I mean, especially that particular sample. That sample has been used by Jay-Z, uh, by Jadakiss. It's, it's been used a few times. It's a very strong staple um, uh, or a strong sample. So anytime that sample gets used, it's like a cheat code. That shit's hard. So the second song of the pod um, I have to be honest with you. I'm not a, I'm not a stand for Big Sean, but every now and then he puts out some hard shit. And, th- and this isn't even new, but it's a song that I discovered not too long ago. So this is Big Sean. You so fucking on the line forever, letting them taste what's mine, taste what's mine, taste what's mine. You so fucking feeling, feel like you owe me checks. Owe me time, owe me sex, long nights, no reply. I got no regrets, you disrespect, disrespect. Get in, do it! Just to 
see if it's somebody else that you're tied to I hit you back when I decide to You got my tattoo, we was tribal Then you left and we turned rivals Now you back, it's our revival They don't make you feel like I do They didn't make you perform for me You was my American idol I ain't rockin' mic, man We from long sex, now they shorter than a Listen! Listen! Oh my god, listen that song i didn't even realize that i had that song in my playlist and i was like it came up i was like "Ooh, what is this <laughs> let me go straight to save it okay like like i said i, I you know i've never i mean i'm not saying that big sean doesn't make hits because we all know he that he does but i'll say this that song is hard as fuck so <laughs> i had to add it to this week's song of the pod because i mean that that song just touched my soul this week um moving on to the last song this is uh kind of an unknown artist um probably some people in the you know the indie space will might know um of this artist so um i'm i figured i would add it to the songs of the pod it's by an artist named lion babe and it's uh the, the name of the song is jump high Definitely, that's that's giving uh, a fat belly Bella all day. Okay, you can definitely hear the influence there. the 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 last song of the pod. I mean, this is not really a song of the pod because I didn't really get a chance to get into it. But I love some scissors, so I would. I felt like I could just add it. <laughs> I saw the video that she posted on Instagram of her singing this, and her voice. My God, she is just a fairy. I just love her. She's just like a mythical creature that was sent here to just give the weirdos like me life so uh i figured that i would feature this as like uh you know it was like a possible once like i'm sure i'm gonna love her album because i love anything that SZA does but um yeah this is SZA good days lullaby just sing me sing me SZA all the way just sing me down honey <laughs> I mean what a gem we do not deserve okay we just do not um so that was SZA good day so the songs of the pod this week um I'm really loving this I'm digging this selection this is like it's not my favorite part of the podcast but it's definitely second my favorite part would definitely be the value-added conversation. So, <laughs> because I feel like that's what we're here for. But, um, yeah, so that was the uh, Songs of the Pod. Moving on to the Pop and Bob segment. The Pop and Bob segment is a segment where we discuss 
um, you know, what's happening in pop culture and politics and music, um, you know, things that are impacting the world around us. So this week, uh, Mitch, McCon- Mitch McConnell with his bummity bum ass going to get up there on the Senate floor and, um, you know, veto or block the uh, the increase of the stimulus checks. Let me tell you something, Mitch, bitch. Um, there are people out here that are actually suffering. There are people out here who have lost their homes. They've lost their jobs. They're, they don't know how they're going to feed their children. Um, and you out here blocking bills for no reason. I mean, like, it's not like he this. they weren't voting on the entire bill. They were just voting on the increase. Um, uh, I can't. Even Okay, let me, and let this just be, for my Republican friends out here, or Republican listeners out here, let it be known that if we were going to, um, <laughs> if we were going to steal the election, and by we, I just, you know, mean, you know, Democrats and independents, if we were going to steal the election, best believe bitch would not be in, in the position that he's in. That nigga would have got voted out a long time ago. Let it be known, okay? <laughs> like, I mean, that's like, saying, okay, so the, uh, you know, the Order of the Phoenix, you know, they got rid of uh, of, uh, of Voldemort, but then they're going to leave uh, Grindelwald. No, no, no. They would have finished the fucking job. This this makes no sense. So this whole voter fraud shit, it's just, it's a whole bunch of malarkey to me. And Mitch McConnell being uh, put back uh, as a Senate majority leader or, you know, being voted again, you know, uh, confirmed in uh, in Kentucky, it's just proof of that. If they was going to steal it, they would have stole it all the way. I mean, him and, and Rand Paul could have got the fuck up out of here. So let's let's just be honest about that. I'm not going to spend too much time on it because, to be honest with you, I don't have enough information to do a, a, a thorough deep dive into just how trash this was. But just, let, just understand, garbage, okay? Uh, utter garbage. So moving on to Young Thug with his... Uh, uh, dusty looking ass. Um, uh, young, <laughs> young. I'm just gonna need you to not speak on legends. That's what I need you to do. You, we already, you was already suspect for saying the fuck shit you said about you know not knowing three Andre uh three thousand bars. Which don't get me wrong, I understand that you know that was ten, fifteen, twenty years ago. Um, but you being a rapper from Atlanta, I would at least expect you to know your history, honey. You got to know your history, honey. Without Andre Three Stacks, without Outkast, the door would have not been open for you niggas that are down south. Because let's, let's be clear, New Yorkers were New Yorkers were not trying to hear anything that the South was trying to say. New Yorkers were not trying to um, acknowledge the South as a contributing um, sector of the nation as it pertains to hip-hop. It was pretty much East Coast and West Coast. And with without Andre Three Stacks, without um, Outkast getting up on the stage at the Source Awards talking about, hey, listen, uh, you know, the South got something to say and saying it in a way that connected with people not only um, in the South, but in the in in the east coast and the west coast i'm sorry but there would there would have been no young thug let's just be clear he kicked open the door for you niggas so pay your respects okay that's all i'm saying and then <laughs> and then young thug will get up on there and say and he walked it back real real quick but he started to fix his mouth to say hey listen when i get up on stage everybody knows the words to my songs uh you know niggas can't 
um, you know, they can't, uh, you know, it's not the same like with some of your favorite artists. And he started to say Jay-Z and then the show host was like, ah, he got a lot though. And then he was like, yeah, he probably, they probably know 50. <laughs> so, um, I would just admonish you to just be careful when you speak on legends. That's all I'm saying. Just be careful, uh, when you speak on legends because Jay-Z is, uh, is legendary. I don't know a lap, a rapper alive who doesn't have Jay-Z in their top five, if not number one. So you might want to relax when talking about, um, you know, Beyonce's husband. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Cause you know, <laughs> though, though, be, though Jay has, you know, done some fucked up shit because Lemonade had all of us looking at Jay like, nigga, what did you do? But I mean, you can't take away from the fact that he is legendary, that he is a staple, that he has contributed. All y'all can, you know, basically, we can all say that some of y'all are his sons. So <laughs> a, a lot of you. Um, and he helped elevate hip hop to where it is today. That's just facts. So we can argue about it all day, but not really. I mean, I'm just saying, um, moving on. So this week, uh, unless I don't want to say unless you're under a rock, cause it's still kind of an underground thing. Um, clubhouse, I joined a new, I, I, I spoke about it a little bit last week, but I wanted to speak on it just a little bit more because there are so many dope conversations that are happening happening on Clubhouse right now. And I think it warrants um, a little bit of attention uh, because this is this is going to be the new wave. You heard it here first. Uh, you might not have heard it here first, but if you're listening here, you probably heard it here first. So um, Clubhouse is an audio, it's like an audio chat room, right? So instead of typing out your words, you would act, you're in a room with say, uh, you could be in a room with, say, 10 to 15 people, or you could be in a room with 5,000 people. I've seen rooms that are that large. And, you know, they're talking about, some of the rooms are talking about some straight up BS. I mean, I've seen people asking for cash apps and, and, and Venmos, which a fool. Um, but then I've also seen some really dope conversations being had that are pushing conversations forward regarding uh, subjects like race, like colorism, like whether or not we should take the, the vaccine or not. Is it safe? Um, is Clubhouse going to kill podcasting as we know it? That I've seen so many dope conversations happening. And let me tell you something. when There are some people on there who are absolute millionaires who are, you know, giving people the opportunity for them to pick their brain. So I'll give you an example. I was in um, a room the other night and uh, there was a very successful podcaster in there. He launched um, Podcast Magazine and uh, he has had several successful podcasts. His his entire living is podcasting, right? And so uh, someone got on the stage and they were like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about starting a second podcast. Uh, I was able to monetize my first one and I'm thinking about starting a second one. And so the conversation quickly went to business and if and the thing about business is if you're not in those circles you're not going to hear the conversations and if you're not hearing those conversations then you really aren't um you know you might not be looking at uh whatever situation you're trying to remedy or exploit in a holistic view so what i mean by that is this um you know y you might not 
see the whole picture, right? And if you if you talk to someone whose thinking is a little bit different than yours, who has been able to leverage their their brand um, into a six-figure income, they're going to ask different questions, right? So off top, boom, dude, ask him. Um, and, and this is the, the owner of Podcast Magazine. He's like, hey, listen, where did 80% of your income come from last year? Like off top. And I, I mean, it had me thinking like, well, damn, why, where did 80% of my income come from? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, it had me it had me thinking. And then he's like, okay, so how would the second podcast elevate or um, contribute to the first one? Would it? Or would it be value added? Or would it detract from your brand and, and uh, present a whole different set of challenges that you didn't work out? I mean... Dude had, I mean, he had some answers and then he had to think about some other things and he, they presented, um, you know, questions to him that he might not have considered. Um, and, and that's what was dope about the room. I went into another room where they weren't necessarily talking about branding or income. They were talking about, um, the effects or, or relationships, relationships specifically between black men and black women. Um, the, the, <laughs> The name of the room was, and this was kind of spicy, was why are dark-skinned women so aggressive? Now, me being a brown-skinned girl, some might even... I consider myself dark-skinned. Some people don't. So, brown skin is just fine. But, you know, some people uh, do consider dark-skinned women to be aggressive, which I find I find hilarious, to be clear, because I've seen women of all races, shapes, and sizes go upside, go upside niggas' heads. So the fact that, you know, they say dark-skinned women are so aggressive, I'm like, women can be aggressive. Let's be clear. It's not just, you know, uh, it doesn't really matter the, the amount of uh, melanin that you have in your skin uh, or how dark you are that would matter or, you know, mean that you would have a tendency to be more aggressive or less aggressive. Yeah, I'm just saying, have you ever watched Mob Wives? Like, the women were super aggressive, much more aggressive than me. And I'm a black woman, a black woman from a, a, an urban metropolitan area. So to me, absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, so black men, there were a lot of black men in there who were able to ask some really deep questions like, Okay, is this a stereotype or is this something that is inher- is taught to to us or like what is happening? What why does it seem like black women are are aggressive? And the general consensus is the black women that you deal with are aggressive. Okay, not not that black women are aggressive because we I mean, to be honest with you, a lot of us re- prefer to be submissive actually. But you have to be the type of man that um, that you know brings that that softer side out of us. Um, I think that a lot of the women, what they said in there was, "Hey, we have su- uh, suffered trauma at the hands of men, specifically black men, and due to that trauma that we have suffered, um, you have to, you know, present yourself as a person that is trustworthy. Otherwise." you're you're getting a wall <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm not saying that you know that's uh, a good way to to think or a good way to move because sometimes you know 
we don't want to make people pay for the mistakes of our of their predecessors. However, I do understand being um, a little bit apprehensive about trusting someone right away that, you know, hasn't exactly earned your trust. So there were some people that received some healing in that room. I mean, there were some men that, you know, they were able to reckon with the fact that, hey, the woman that you might have tried to love or be with or, you know, begin an interaction or um, a dynamic with might not have been ready to love you or be be in community with you or be in conversation with you. She might have been suffering from something else. You know, sometimes we, when we get rejected, we think that it's a, we take it, we internalize it when really that person might just not have been in a right space to even receive you coming into their lives. So some people were really getting their healing in there. I mean, it was really beautiful. And let me just say that a lot of people like to write off this younger generation that's coming up behind, even the behind the millennials. Um, this younger generation is not stupid, honey. And they're not, um, they're not settling for tradition um, for the sake of settling for tradition. They're going an alternate route. They're, a lot of them, they already own businesses. They're, they're getting contracts in schools uh, because, you know, they have a dope uh, design for a jacket or something. And, you know, they can help elevate the school and get the, get the school some money or something like that. Like there were a lot of people that, that were on there that were like, yeah, you know, I have my own uh, lash line or I have my own skincare line. And, you know, I, my, my stuff has been featured here. You know, you can check me out here. Um, it was really beautiful to see. And I just, I can't uh, wait till the app opens up to um, uh, users that are not just on the iOS uh, side of the house because right now it's an iOS only platform and it's invite only so it's like you know they, they're trying to have it be exclusive but eventually they're going to open that bitch up you just wait because there's there's too much interest there's this way too much interest and there's some people spilling some tea on there some absolute tea I was in there with a room I just peeked my head into a chat room um, that was discussing uh, zodiac signs and I, at first you know they were <laughs> giving virgos some smoke uh, because virgos you know the, the general consensus is virgos are just the the energy is a little weird but you know our queen beyonce is a virgo so you know i digress anywho um and they got to talking about r kelly in there and there was a man uh in there uh, i won't say his name but he had firsthand knowledge of some of the things that will be coming out in the trial um, that R. Kelly is currently in. And let me tell you, my mouth dropped all the way open. It, it was a, it was a fool, a whole fool, honey. So anywho, <laughs> I just, I can't, w- I, I can't wait for this, uh, this app to open up. I don't think it's going to be the death of podcasting because you, ha- I mean, there's, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great conversations that are happening on there and a lot of information that's being passed and a lot of misinformation that's being debunked. However, 
um, there's still going to be space for um, podcasters to get their messages out, to, you know, promote their brands, to um, collaborate and uh, have com- and have uh, edited and polished conversations. So I don't I don't see that going away anytime soon. So um, please do find me on there. If you're on there, I'm at Jet Thomas, um, J-E-T. T H O M A S, um, and you'll see you'll see the uh, the icon for the podcast on there. So, um, yeah. Okay, now to move on to the value added conversation, my personal favorite um, portion of this podcast. The value added conversation is meant to present material that will help us live uh, more happy, productive, uh, fulfilled lives. So this week. We will be discussing goal setting. I figured that because we're, you know, starting a a new year, new year, new me. Not really. No, it's not. (laughs) It's it's not at all. It's the new it's the new year, but it's the same me. I'm still an asshole. I'm still like, you know, I'm I'm still that person that I was in 2020. It's just I'm still trying to elevate. Okay, and so if we're trying to elevate, that means we're trying to level up. And uh, with leveling up, there's usually some goals that have been set forth. Okay, Um, so goal. There are a few different um goal setting frameworks out there that can help you to, um, you know, set goals and be productive and all those kinds of things. So I just wanted to kind of highlight one versus the other and, you know, you do what you want with it. So my personal favorite is the SMART framework. um, But then there was another one that I found called um, OKRs. So OKRs. (laughs) So I don't know how Cardi does that. My God. But, um, okay, so OKRs are objectives and key results, right? So um, an objective for you might be, okay, I want to mm, launch my podcast or I want to uh, launch my website or I want to design a t-shirt line and put it out, right? Um, And then you focus on the key results, Um, Key, uh, so the objective, launch podcast, key results, launch podcast. Okay. Um, objective, launch t-shirt line, uh, results, launched, actually launched t-shirt line. That's all well and good, but I feel like there is too much room for lack of accountability and, it's it's really easy for us for that obje- to let that objective become a goal or a dream that never got fulfilled okay <laughs> because if you don't have timelines it is so easy for you to just say yeah no i've been meaning to put out this just like this this just like this podcast i've been saying for the last year i was going to put this shit out however not until i put it on the calendar and started really you know working towards it and and set a hard date of, okay, this is when I'm going to put it out, come hella high water, whether or not it's perfect or not. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it would have remained an idea in the ether if I had not set a, a clear goal. So I feel like OKRs are okay if you just, if you know that you're disciplined enough to stick to whatever timeline that you have in your head. But I personally like the SMART the SMART framework. SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, 
achievable key right there. Uh, relevant and time bound slash time sensitive. Okay. So um, specific. I feel like specificity helps us to focus on what it is that we need to do. Right. So um, and it helps. It, it, it sharpens your goal. So instead of saying, I want to lose 10 pounds or no, instead of saying, I want to lose weight, say, I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay, cool. So now you have something to shoot for instead of just saying, you know, I want to lose weight. If you lost a pound, that means you lost weight. (laughs) Okay. So, but saying that you, you know, want to lose 10 pounds, that will probably get you closer to the results that you were actually looking for. Okay. Um, So measurable. Again, the 10 pounds, the, the, the 10 is where you're measuring that, sis. Saying I want to lose weight, that's that's a recipe for disaster. Because, again, if you lose a pound, yeah, I'm, you, I'm great on you. But you probably were looking for that, you know, 10, 15, 20 pound, uh, whatever, um, you know, pound range that will have you looking the way that you want to look. Achievable. This is key. This is really key. What we don't want to do is be dangerous with it. Don't say, I want to lose 100 pounds in two weeks. That's dangerous. That's It's dangerous. People, and people have said it. People have done it. Um, and that's a quick way to end up in their emergency room. Um, I feel like we have to be realistic about our goals. So... Um, that's why they that's why they put that in there the folks whoever it is that came up with this uh this framework um the r relevant i feel like the re- the relevancy of your goal will push you even more to achieve that goal okay so why do you want to lose 10 pounds is it because you're unhealthy um is it because you don't fit in your jeans anymore is it because you know, you want to look a certain way, like what is it? But, you know, as long if the more relevant it is to you, the more you're going to want to actually achieve that goal. And time sensitive. Um, I want to lose 10 pounds in three weeks. Totally doable. Or I want to lose 10 pounds in four weeks. Totally doable. You can do that, you know. And if we're being honest, that's it. it I'm not saying it's easy to do. But it's much easier to do than saying, I want to lose uh, 30 pounds in a month or, or something like that, which is doable, but it's also it can also be dangerous. So I wouldn't, you know, that, then you're talking about dehydrating yourself, uh, under eating, um, yo-yo diets and all that kind of stuff. But if you say, I want to lose, you know, 10 pounds in, um, in a month or in three weeks, that's totally doable. And you can, you don't have to disrupt your entire lifestyle to be able to do it. Okay. So that was the, uh, the mediumist of dives, <laughs> the mediumist of dives. But really, I wanted to get to this. Um, you've got mail segment because my God, a doozy. My goodness. Okay. So moving on to the you've got mail segment. Remember to submit your questions to anything about everything pod at gmail.com where they have chance, the chance to be read aloud. Um, this is a segment for everything. So if you have a question about um, politics, if you have a question about finances, religion, friendship, 
um, you know, we got you, we got you covered. So, um, be, be sure to submit those questions this week, this week, honey, this was a doozy. Uh, <laughs> and it's fine. You know, it's totally fine. Um, I'm going to give you an honest answer as well. So it says, dear, anything about everything. First off, let me just say that I love what you're doing uh, with the pod. Congrats on taking the fir- that first step. Oh, thank you. Now on to the reason that I'm writing in. And this is not a joke. This is the reason why I was, I'm kind of stuttering. Um, <laughs> anal. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We love each other and sex is great. We get it in quite often. Okay. All seems well, but he has expressed desires to try anal and I just don't know. Will he lose respect for me? Will I lose respect for myself? Is this something more and more women are trying? Help. I understand if you don't want to read this, but I hope you can provide some insight into this situation. Thanks again and keep going. Okay. Uh, she asked that I use a pseudonym. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Charlotte. She's giving me Charlotte vibes from Sex in the City. I love Sex in the City. So Charlotte, honey, first of all, I feel like there are some things, there are a few things that we should get into here. The first is this, is anal a hard or soft limit for you? And, and what I mean, what I mean by that is this, if when you think about trying anal, if you are just at a, it's, it's just a no, it's, it's like monopoly, honey, like do not pass go, do not collect $200. Like I'm just, I'm not interested in, in that at all. Then don't compromise that. I'm not going to tell you, you know, that you should do something that you clearly do not want to do. No is a complete sentence. If it's a no, then it's a no. But if it's a maybe, okay, that would be your soft limit, right? So if it's a maybe, um, I, I would be open to having that conversation with your boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? And and then you can actually, you can kind of dig it. Like, wh- why is this uh, um, uh, a desire of his? You know, and it's not that it's a bad desire. I mean, because let's let's be honest here. There are a lot of nerve endings up there. Um, there are some women who have seen Jesus off of off of anal. I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even kidding. So um, anal is not necessarily a thing to shy away from. Um, but if you're not open to it, you're not open to it. But if you are, I'd be I'd say have the conversation. This is the thing that I have against straight couples okay specifically heterosexual couples that are not into that are that that don't identify as being like sex positive or or stuff like that y'all niggas don't talk okay like y'all don't talk about sex at all like y'all just be out here just be having uh sexual relations and just acting like just I don't see you. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to have anything like we, we can uh, engage in kinky activity and just not talk about it. No, ha- open your fucking mouth. Have the conversation. Like I commend your boyfriend for actually saying, Hey, this is something that I'm interested in because God forbid that he try it, you know, while y'all are quote unquote getting it in. And then you look at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I would definitely have be open to having the conversation that that is if you are open to it. Okay. Um, so the second part of your question is kind of concerning, concerning to me. 
not kind of it is. It's, will he lose respect for me? Well, sis, this is a whole different topic in, its, in that in and of itself. Because let's be clear. Your, your boyfriend has been with you for three years, right? So that means he should know who you are as a person, know what you bring to the table in relationships. Um, and if him playing in the front or back of your purse is going to make him lose respect for you, then that's a nigga you don't want to be with anyway. I'm just going to be very honest with you. Because let's be clear, he knows you at this point. He knows that you guys love each other. You're in a committed relationship, whatever. But, and really that ain't not, that doesn't even have any, any bearing on, on whether he should respect you or not. He should respect what you bring to the table. Okay, he, re- he should respect you as a human being. Now, if that's not the case, then why are we here? You know what I'm saying? If that's not the case then that's a whole nother, like I said, a whole nother situation. Um, Let's, in 2021, it's like if a nigga does not respect you, then why let him play in your purse? You know what I mean? The front or the back, honey. Um, So I I would admonish you to, you know, think about your relationship in terms of, okay, if this person, this person loves me, this person respects me, but he wants to have this experience with me, okay, lean into that. But if he's someone that is clearly misogynistic, that looks as women as looks at women as holes, um, then <laughs> then maybe it might be time to evaluate the, the the relationship as a whole because what you're doing is you when you're in a relationship with someone and you want to and you're you you put yourself in a vulnerable position with this person that requires trust. And if you can't trust him to be vulnerable with him, then why are we here? Why are we here? So, um, and then you asked about if you would lose respect for yourself. And my question to you is why would you lose respect for yourself, sis? Now, if you clearly don't want to do it, then just say no and don't do it. But if it's something that you're open about, then, you know, why would you lose respect for yourself? Would it be because of something that was told to you by society? And if that's the case, then we have to unlearn that, 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 that thing that society has told us that women are, you know, to remain, uh, you know, prudish, um, vessels for men to just insert themselves into like, no, no. No, women are, um, we are individuals of, uh, complete autonomy. And if we want, if we want to let somebody play in the back of our purses, then we're going to do that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. If we want to let somebody play in the front of our purses, we're going to do that. And, and, you know, that's, and it's my, it's my body. So I should be able to do that. So, you know. But I would I would I would also like to offer to you that if you're going to engage in um, anal activity, there's a few things that you should do. Make sure it's clean back there. Okay, we don't want to let people in our purses and it's got all kinds of grime in there. Okay, make sure it's clean. Also, you might want to look into some uh, lubricant so that way it doesn't 
hurt as bad um, uh, the first time, like initially. Um, you might also, don't do anything that's numbing though. You want to stay away from anything that numbs you because you don't want to, uh, you know, experience any sort of tearing and, and things of that nature. I would also like to offer to both of you that if you're going to play in the back of your, <laughs> if, if he's going to play in the back of your purse, make sure he wipes himself off before he goes to the front. Okay. So <laughs> if, uh, so that was the, you've got, oh, so anyways, I hope I helped you out, Miss Charlotte. Um, if you have any further questions, do feel free to inbox me, okay? Um, so that was the You've Got Mail segment um, of the Anything About Everything podcast. Uh, please remember to submit your questions to uh, anything about everything pod at gmail.com. And now we are going to move on. So normally, I would get up here and bitch about, you know, something that was ir- that was irritating throughout the week, but... This is the first weekend of 2021, and I don't want to do that. Uh, We all know that 2020 was utter trash. And don't get me wrong, it was uh, like uh, just the worst year ever. Um, Sidebar, I know that Game of Thrones was eight seasons long, but the the last three were fucking trash, okay? And that's why I said five, okay? But <laughs> that's all that's all I have to say about that. This this year was literally like the like the last three seasons of the Game of Thrones that fucking sucked, okay? When the when the books weren't done, it was just it was just absolutely awful. Like just terrible. But anywho Um, And so instead of bitching, I just wanted to express gratitude, express gratitude for my support system um, at home, my husband, my family, that um, they have not only, you know, given me the support that I I need um, mentally, but they have affirmed me and, you know, told me to keep going. They understood where I was coming from. Um, You know, sometimes I feel like we can get caught up in the paralysis of analysis and uh, the, one of the things that I, uh, one of the gems that I heard when I was on Clubhouse is like, hey, listen, you got an idea for a podcast, put that shit out, regardless of if it's perfect or not. Like, we're all learning. And, you know, a lot of times we just got to learn on the fly. Um, so one of 50 Cent's secrets to success is he's like, I just do shit like fuck and uh, sitting up there for months analyzing whether I should do it or not. I just do shit. If it works out, it works out, which is pretty much how I started this podcast. Like legit. <laughs> it was it was like, uh, OK, I'm not going to sit here another day and not put out, you know, or not work on the idea that I've had for the last year and a half. I could have been put this shit out. But I was sitting up here, you know, I was scared. I was, you know, like, what if people don't like it? Well, you know, what, what do I even want to talk about? Like, I, I had no idea. But um, after I, you know, wrote wrote out the, the idea for the show and everything like that, and that's pretty much the uh, inception of this podcast. And I'm not going to lie, I've been really enjoying the creative process. It's been a long time since I've had the the chance to just be creative on something that I wanted to, uh, you know, that, that I, you know, (laughs) came up with from my, my own mind. But, um, this has been really, this has been really fun and really amazing. And I've, I'm going to stick with it, you know, no matter what. So (laughs) 
<laughs> thank y'all for listening. So I'm I'm um I'm grateful for you guys, the audience. Um, I hope that we grow, but if we don't, that's cool too. I'll be here bumping my gums. It's all good. <laughs> um, another thing that I'm grateful for, um, some I'm grateful for the the blessings that were bestowed upon me in 2020. 2020 was not all bad for me. I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't. I, I would be lying if I said that it was. Um, I graduated from college this year. Uh, we relocated from, you know, the, from New York to Florida, which I mean, at least we're not in the snow. Okay. Okay. So, uh, that's fine too. Um, I mean, there, there was a lot of things that, that took place that was great. We, we bought another house. Like there was some things that, you know, that happened that weren't so great. Like I got COVID, but thankfully I got over it. You know what I mean? Because let me tell you, there were, there was a day where I thought, Hey, this might be it. (laughs) I think it might not make it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm, uh, it was, it was, it was tough to get over, but I'm, but thankfully I got over it. My husband had it. Thankfully he got over it. His symptoms weren't as bad as mine, but you know, he had it nevertheless when he had it, of course, you know, he had a, a fever for two days and lost taste and smell for two weeks. Whereas me, Oh, a motherfucker was out here dying for three weeks, like couldn't breathe, couldn't eat, uh, lost a whole bunch of weight, which, you know, (laughs) neither here nor there. You can say that's a good thing or whatever, but, you know, I I wasn't myself. And then, you know, I got double pneumonia, uh, was hacking up all kind of grossness. And then, like I said, that that night before it turned um, it turned for the better that night, I couldn't get my heart rate down. Uh, my breathing was very labored. I was sitting here like, Oh Lord, what is happening? Am I, <laughs> is this it? Is this the final curtain call? Cause if it is, I, I, my affairs are not exactly in order, but you know, oof, I was, I was afraid. I was worried about what was going to happen to my mother. I was worrying about what was going to happen, you know, to my, my husband and my family and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, thankfully I was able to get over it. So you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the people that have supported me um, through my journey. Some of you I have absolutely never met <laughs> like in my life in um, in a, you know, in a physical space. But we have, you know, talked with one another. We've affirmed one another. We have supported one another. We have presented uh, value added ideas and content to one another. Um, listen, you guys that are out there and you know who you are, who have supported me through my process of, you know, growth, um, in this year specifically, but in times past in general, ah, I love you so much. You just have no idea. So, I mean, thankful for so much. I feel like this year has, this past year has taken so much from us, but, um, the next year can be even more amazing if we allow it to be. So, um, that is 
the I don't want to say it's the whine about it segment because I didn't do any whining really <laughs> but um I'll say that's the gratitude segment because sometimes you got to express gratitude like it's easy to sit up here and bitch about things I mean because people are fucking annoying they can't drive uh they can't park um they're constantly not they're they're going up in places without a fucking mask on which I don't understand how you motherfuckers don't understand what what we're in what time it is it's a whole pandemic outside and some of y'all still refuse to wear a mask I don't get it I really don't I'll give you I'll give you an example one of my coworkers came into my office and told me that his brother-in-law he just had to kick his brother-in-law out I said for what he goes well he was in here without a mask and I know he's been exposed. I said, excuse me? <laughs> like, what? He said, yeah. He's like, he's, he's, you know, my brother-in-law has been taking care of uh, my brother who's, you know, in the hospital right now battling COVID. And, you know, he was up in here with a mask, without a mask on talking about, oh, you know, you know, eh. it's like, no, like, so let me get this straight. You see what's happening like you've seen it you know you know the man's got COVID and you know he's battling it and and yet you still refuse to wear a mask when you're out in public knowing and you you've been exposed you've been exposed to it because you're up in the hospital you know going to visit him and stuff like that and yet you still go out in public without a mask on what this is it's crazy it's really crazy so I'm great I'm also grateful for I'm gonna add that to it I'm grateful for the people who wear the mask out in public. Thank you. Okay. Because I'm not trying to catch it. Okay. Ronita is not playing with y'all. And her sister that's coming up behind her, Ronisha, she really ain't playing with y'all. I heard the symptoms for this new strand can cause temporary blindness. I'm already blind. I don't need no help. Okay. My my vision is already suspect. I got to use glasses everywhere I go. So... What I damn sure don't need to get, you know, uh, Rona apart too. Damn, damn sure don't need to get Rona apart too. But y'all have a blast out there with no mask on. I'll be here at the house. <laughs> so that was another episode of the Anything About Everything podcast. Um, listen, if it's not adding value to our lives, then why are we doing it? And if we're not adding value to somebody else's life, then why are we here? Uh, just, you know, questions to ponder, okay? I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just saying, I'm just presenting the questions, okay? Um, so I'll see you back here next week. Listen, if you liked anything about this podcast, anything, whether it was the music selection, the value-added conversation, the Pop and Bob segment, the wine choice, if you liked anything about it, be sure to like, share, subscribe, um, and uh, download this podcast, okay? Wherever you um, consume your your podcast content, okay? So if you liked anything about this podcast, if I made you chuckle just a little bit, just go ahead and hit click that like. Click that like button, okay? And be sure to share this with someone because I'm sure, you know, you don't know what you don't know, okay? So... If, if we all share the things that we know, then we can all be better. <laughs> so, anywho, I'm out of here, y'all. Peace.